if, if you can't reconcile that, okay, you know, listen, <laughs> first of all, there's probably not going to be many days that I wake up and something's not going to be hurting. You know, once you get over 40, that's kind of a way of life, right? So if you're, if you're saying in your head that you're trying to get into the best shape of your life, I think people make that statement with only thinking physically. And, and, and I just think that the best way is to go, I want to get in the best shape of my life mentally. Hey, listen, it's every day's game day. It's the Almond Gunner experience, and we are rolling this morning. When I think of practice, I think of two things. I think of repetition, and I think of will. And, and in life, you get better through reps. The more reps you put in doing something, especially doing it correctly, the better you're going to get at it. But the other part of that, the will statement is, is the capacity. The will is you've got to have the will to really commit and the will to be disciplined and the will to prepare. See, that's a whole different level when it comes to practice. And, and my thing is, when we use the word practice, I know for a lot of people that is like, you know, I'm preparing to play whatever I'm playing. But, you know, my motto is every day's game day. So to me, every practice is a game because, you know, <laughs> being an athlete, here's what I know. Your game goes a lot like how you've practiced. <laughs> If, if you haven't really prepared, if, if you really haven't done your due diligence, it's going to show up in the game. And, and that's the thing I always say about track and field. Man, you can't BS track and field. You can't do it. You can't do it. Because you're going to eventually be on that oval, running whatever distance you've decided to sign up for. And the clock doesn't lie. So for me, when I think of the word practice, I'm like, no, you know, every day is game day. You know, my practices, they are my games. I, I'm trying to be as consistent uh, as I can be, as disciplined as I can be. I, I'm really trying to emulate how I want this thing to end up. You know, how do I want it to come out in the end? Uh, so for me, that that's really why I practice. You know, professionals practice to never get it wrong. See, that's, that's two different things. <laughs> you got one hoping to get it right, but you got another going, no, 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 man, we can't get this wrong. So they approach practice a total different way. Start with the end in mind, it sounds like. Oh, no doubt about it. Like, you, you know, what's so funny. If you've ever gone to an NBA basketball game and you watch the guys warming up before the game, I'm telling you, brother, they rarely miss. <laughs> they When they're doing their shoot around, bro, they rarely miss. So I think you have to approach practice like you want to play always with the end in mind. What are the results that I want to get? You know, you don't go out and practice to get it wrong. You practice to get it right, to make sure that it doesn't go wrong. Well, at Age Nation, we got to we got to get aligned with how you practice, coach. So break that down for us, because as elite athletes, we want to be training the right way. We want to maximize our time and and have purpose to our movement well listen the first gemstone that i would say and and this is one that man because we all think we can do so much more than we really can right is reduce the number of distractions while you're learning like a lot of people like to go well you know i'm good at multitasking no you're not no you're not you're not good at multitasking my grandfather used to say look what you when he hears someone say i'm the jack of all trades and the master of none he goes that just means you had the inability to focus on anything so the first gemstone is when, when you enter into practice, you got to eliminate the distraction. You're trying to learn. You know what I mean? 
you, you, you're trying to make sure that your environment is an environment that's controlled and it's controlled in which is going to give you the, the, the best ability to be able to learn the things that you're really trying to learn. Uh, so, you know, the, the first thing I'd say is, come on, man, don't multitask. You got to be there. You know, like I said, my grandfather said, I want you to get here. Then I want you to be here. So when you show up to practice, we need you to be there. Don't multitask. Don't have your mind somewhere else. I mean, you really want to just limit those distractions so you can learn the tasks at hand. I love it. I mean, when I think of distraction, I do think that people get distracted because they don't know why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. I think when you when you remember, when you're reminded of why you're doing it, you're less likely to get distracted. And that goes back to purpose. And you always say, when you find your purpose, it'll usually be serving people. So just, just yes. a little shortcut there. If you're yes. trying to figure it out, in some yes. way or shape or form, you're going to be serving people. And, and, and no doubt you know, don't, don't put yourself in a box and say it means you got to go be a missionary to serve people. No. Mm. You can serve people with the gift that's inside you, right? No doubt about it. You know, you, you know, the, in the simplest of, of, of ways to say this, you know, this number one about not multitasking and, and being distracted is I've learned you, you got to learn in silence. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people like a lot of noise. And, and you know, we've talked about this several times on the podcast. There's a difference between doing nothing and being still. And I think that you have to learn in silence. Like sometimes you just got to be still so you can really hear. You can really hear what's going on. And now I can really do what it is I need to do. I love it. I love it. It's the simple things. Look, man, Simplistic Beauty, that's the way we run this show. Um, and Simplistic Beauty is, is, is how I try to live my life. You know, Like I always say, man, when you get on the other side of 50, some things start to really become real clear to you. You know what I mean? And you really do start to understand that less is more, that you can do a whole lot more with less. Um, and because you're cutting down on the distractions, you know what it takes to really get to where you need to be. It's like, you know, as an athlete, you know, for me, once I got older, I just knew how to train better. You know what I mean? I wasn't wasting time. Like I, I really knew how to be efficient with what I did. And, uh, and that was cut down on the distraction. I'm not multitasking. Right. Which takes me to gemstone number two, you know, practice is getting better by taking one bite at a time. You know, if, if you want to get better at practice, you, you know, you have to look at this this thing that you're chasing. Right. And it's usually big. You know, it's the elephant in the room. Right. But you have to eat it one bite at a time. To me, that's what practice is. Practice is, is breaking things down into smaller increments and saying, this is what I'm going to work on. Right. I'm going to take this little bite. I'm going to become very efficient at doing this. And I know that that's going to move me closer to where I say I want to be. A lot of people get overwhelmed. I mean, think about how we get overwhelmed, man. When we look at the task and it's really huge, it's like, oh, man, how am I ever going to get through that, right? Break it down. You got you got you, to, mean, you got to put it in manageable chunks, man. You mean you mean an Almond Gunner experience training session? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you, well, mean, you know, I mean, when you walk up and you see you see Leanne sitting there right. and, or you see one, yeah. one of your elite it's, athletes and you're like. Man, how am I ever gonna get through this? How am I ever yeah. gonna get? And you're you're a few steps into it. Well, well, it's a couple of things, right? If, if you walk up into a training session, a you 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 see what's set up, you go, okay, 
But then if you see squirt walk in, that just compounds the problem exponentially because now you're right. like, okay, no matter what, you know, no matter what it is we're getting ready to do, it's going to be exponentially because I'm going to be trying to do it the way she does it. Probably not going to work out well for you. So the best thing you can do is, as I always tell them, think of one thing at a time. Focus on one task at a time. If I give you four or five stations you got to go through, just deal with station one. Don't, don't even look at station two. Just Let's just do it. And definitely don't look at Squirt while she's doing it. Because if you do that, I just promise you, it, 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 it ain't going to work out well. <laughs> you're going you gonna to do what we say, as we like to say, you're going to overheat. <laughs> When you feel it, like you're gonna get sick, or you're gonna, or you're overheated, or whatever it is in life, what do you do? You know, again, it goes back to slow down to go fast, right? Because we all get to that moment to where this thing gets very overwhelming, or you feel like, man, I'm, 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 this, this pancake that I had is getting ready to come up. Listen, man, you, you got to be able to pull throttle back. And you know, and again, I always tell my athletes, you know, when we're doing what we're doing. If you feel like you need to step back a little bit, step back. If you need to sit out a little bit, get, do that. Because the things that I like is when we go, we're going hard. I don't need you to try to do what we're doing at 70%. I need you to give me what you have. So I would rather you step back, take a deep breath, you know, kind of regroup, regather. And it's so funny because I'm wearing my side effect shirt right now. So when those hallucinations start or the nausea start, you know what I mean? Muscles start twitching. I, I need you to step it back and then re-enter when you're ready to re-enter. But I think that's the big thing is that you have to know how to take these small bites to, to, to get to where you want to be. Um, because winning is about, you know, holding your ground and then winning a little bit more. I mean, you, you rarely win in big chunks. You know, it's hard to get big chunk plays. You know, that's why when you get them, you're so excited. Um, but most of the time, man, it's it's a little bit at a time. Progress is, is slow, but steady. Uh, that That's kind of how we want to do it. Yeah, I just I don't know if I've ever seen Leanne take 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 a step back. <laughs> you know? Like, Well, you know, it's so funny because I've been working with her so long. Oh, I know when I know when she's regrouping. Oh, trust okay. me. Okay. I, I her body language. Tells me everything I need to know all the time. <laughs> so, so, so there's days I'm like, okay, yeah. So when I when I look over and her body language language shifts, I, I already know I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be a problem for the rest of the people. <laughs> <laughs> so you might ease up on everybody at that point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, as the kids always say, Coach, why do we have to pay the price because of Leanne? Well, we're a team here. We're a team. <laughs> So when she's here, we have to stretch a little bit more. <laughs> so. And you got and you've got some athletes that go one on one with you. This that's that's yeah. even more difficult because yeah, you can't you can't hide. You can't take a playoff right not, here. No, you can't hide, and the reps are just they're just coming at you. And, and and you know, and here's what happens when you go one on one, and you know this especially when you when you're a teenager or, or a teenage boy or you're you know a college athlete, and you are a boy specifically. What happens is. You never want coach to know he's winning. So you just keep trying to step back. And I'm like, look, man, <laughs> I already know. I know how it feels. I already know. But, you know, they, they just never want to give in. You know, I'm like, no, okay, come on. Because all you're going to do is just get more. <laughs> I mean, so you might want to take a little breather right here. 
Because if you step back up, I'm assuming you're ready to go. And we're just going to go. So, yeah, one-on-ones are really hard, man. They're, they're really they're really hard. And, and you know me. You've seen me do this a, a million times. We'll get into the middle of these one-on-one things, and then I'll say something like, hey, do you know how long you've really been training? If we remove the, the warm-up, <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Coach, don't say that. I don't want to know. They'll go, I don't want to know, Coach. I don't want to know. Uh, but that's why we practice, right? We practice for these moments because we know – that the game gets this way. Sometimes the game gets fast and it's furious and, and, and they're in a hurry up offense. I mean, there's there's moments when the game changes and we have to be able to match whatever intensity that is. So um, for me, that's why practice really matters. And that's why we do it, which again, takes us now to gemstone number three. Repetition is the key to your overall success. Look, if you're not putting in reps, I promise you, you're not getting better. You can't. You can't be getting better. It, it, it's like in anything. If I want to get better at math, if I want to get better at reading, uh, if I want to be a better salesperson, if I want to be a better athlete, I've got to put in reps doing what it is I say that I want to do. That, that's the whole essence of practicing. Is <laughs> so we can really get good at what it is we do, where it becomes second nature, right? Where's breathing? I like to say from a physical standpoint, I like my athletes to be able to play any game under any circumstances and never once have to think about what their body is doing because we've been there before. So now we become thinkers of the game. Now we can be a step ahead, two plays ahead because our body is just, it's just doing what it needs to do. It's on automatic pilot. Uh, so again, but that comes with reps, man. You, you can only do that with reps. You can only do that with reps, but I do think that if we go back to mental toughness, what will happen a lot of times if I'm training is I get in my head. Yeah. And that slows you down. Oh. So if you, can, if you can surrender, trust the process, and just yep. let your body flow, you, you release a lot of that tension. You release a lot of what's holding you back. And I think that in the early stages of getting to that repetition – if, if you're, if you're in, a, in a situation, whatever it is in life, you can actually open yourself up. Trust, trust the autonomic responses of your body to do the right thing. No doubt about it. You know, I always, you know, initially try to get my, my athletes to understand one thing, especially at their first session, you'll hear me say it religiously, is I'll ask the question, can you dance? Most of the time, the answer is no. I said, well, that's going to be a problem because to be a great athlete, you've got to be able to dance because it's about rhythm, right? And then you hear me talk about water. We got to flow like water. Like, that's the beauty. And that is a mental thing. You, you, have, to, you have to decide that you're going to let yourself go and you're going to make mistakes and that's okay. And so from a mental perspective, that's a hard for a lot of people, especially if you, you're a perfectionist, right? But, but in my world, my world says, look, Life is about harmony and you got to have the ability to flow. You have to have the ability to dance. And I mean, we got to be able to dance in the rain. And so you have to let go. And, and this process that we're putting you through, you have to trust it. You can't trust it. Sometimes you got to trust it all the time. And I promise you when you, when, when you need it, like, like when, when you need it, it's going to show up, right? It, it's kind of like parenting, right? Um, I always say when it comes to parenting, we, we do our best to give our kids a solid foundation. 
to, to help develop their character, help them to understand that life's about serving people, uh, knowing your value. And, and when, when your, your kids go out into the world, the world shows up and there's gonna be some decisions that they have to make. And as my mother would say, listen, good is in you because I put it there. And you just gotta hope that it shows up. So it's the same thing, man, but that only comes through reps. You have to put in reps. Um, I knew, you know, when I was running, you know, one of the things about running the 200 is, is your start. You really have to have a good start and, and it's impossible, physically impossible to do a million. Watch, watch your hands. You're hitting something. Oh, okay. It's physically impossible to do a million starts, right? But I, man, I'd be standing in the grocery store line. I'm doing starts in my head. Like I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about how it feels, you know, throughout the day. I'm, I'm just always trying to get in a rep to, to the performance that I want to have. Um, so to me, repetition is everything, you know, yeah, as, as my, as my, one of my mentors, Dr. David Langston used to say, life's about repetition, repetition, repetition. And, uh, and, and so it, it's just a key. It's a, it's a cornerstone uh, of practice and it's a cornerstone for getting better. Well, just so on now, a, a practical daily level, um, and you talk about starts. Are you getting feedback, audio feedback? No. Uh -uh. Mm -mm. Okay. Sound, sounds clean to you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. When you talk about starts, I think about the first few moments of your day, and, and you, you have a routine uh, where you, you do a countdown like a rocket. And yes. I love that. And, and so every morning I, I think about that. And I do something where I, I'll put my feet on the ground and I'll just, I'll just smile and I'll just think about what brings me joy. And I'll just, you know, try to lighten, lighten up my life a little bit. But, um, I think it, I think it's interesting to consider when you get out of that routine, so, you know, our family, we all got COVID for two weeks and, and it just wiped us out and that rhythm was gone. But I think it's it's also important to be able to feel what you felt when, and you talk about this, you know, what, what did you feel like when you were at your best and take yourself back to that and then, and then reprogram subconscious, you know, reprogramming where you go back into, you know, trusting the process and, and being disciplined. I mean, baby bro, you are so spot on. You know, I always tell people that when you when you're in a moment to where you feel like you are at your best, I always say you got to capture that moment. Like you, you really got to pause and take it all in and, and know what that felt like, because that's what you want to revisit. Right. But it's also like when you play a championship game and you come up short and, and it hurts. And, 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 and it hurts in a way to where you just, man, you do not want to feel that again. But you also need to remember that. That's why you have to practice because we don't want to experience that. You know, my thing is you manage the things that you want more of. So when people talk about stress, I don't manage stress because I don't want stress. I don't want it. So I'm not managing that. I manage the things that I want more of. And so what I've learned to do is I just believe that the feeling of, of, of being happy and joy and being grateful and, and, and realizing that you have opportunities, if you gotta be able to just, you gotta, you gotta suck that in. So, so coach, you know, when you, 
identify what you're working for, you know what you're working for. How do you tie that into your overall goals in life and, and you know, having those daily routines? What are you what are you looking at? What are you focused on? Well, you know, for me, I go to gemstone number four, which is I model experts when I practice, right? There are people that are doing the things that you want to do. Um, there's people that came before you. So for me, I'm always trying to figure out, okay, so how do I cut into my learning curve? Because if I cut into my learning curve, that means I get more reps. But, you know, every time I cut into my learning curve, man, I stop time. And that's what you're trying to do. You're really trying to stop time so you get more of it, right? So look, I'm watching film. I'm reading books. I, I, you know, I'm dialed in the video of the people that's been there, that's done it. Um, because why am I trying to reinvent the wheel? Because the thing that I know about success is that it takes what it takes. So when I look at, you know, the, the people that I feel are, are great inspirational speakers, uh, when I looked at people who I thought were, you know, great athletes, look, man, it's all right there. It's showing me what I have to do. You know, again, that adds to the process, right? Because, you know, you can have a coach that's telling you the process, or you can have your parents that are telling you, hey, this is the way you do certain things. And you know how it is, right? You don't want to listen to that. So, Look at some people who are doing it. Look at some people that you respect. You know, look at some people that you think, you know, are the goats in those particular things. And then you emulate that. That that's that's where that's where you try it, right? You know, again, that's the beauty of practice. The beauty of practice is you get to do some things that allows you that, okay, if this happens in a game, I've been there before. You know, we we've been through it. Um, so you, you gotta model the experts, man. <laughs> Just model the experts. Well, and, and how about look at the people that you can emulate? So I think a lot of times we'll try to emulate somebody who we're not built like. Right. We don't have the same background. Like right. that doesn't mean you can't. I'm not saying you can't learn from them. You can't appreciate them. You can't study them. But I'm saying if you're trying to emulate and, re and repeat a movement that you're not, you're, you're basically resisting what yes. you're designed to do. And, and so why not identify, and, and that's not easy. You need a mentor or a coach to help with that a lot of times. Well, you know, baby bro, you are dropping threes right now because one of the things that I always say, especially the student athletes that are being recruited, right? What, what, what I think you should do is whatever university or college you feel like, you know, you are a good fit for. Whatever team, whatever sport you play, I say you go, you look at their roster. You look at the people that are playing your position, right? Because coaches have tendencies, meaning that if they had a particular athlete that was a certain size, you know, certain height, certain weight, did certain things, they're trying to replace that when that person leaves. So you, you got to look at people that, that are, are built similar or, or have that same body structure as you. Because again, they've done it. They've been through it. And those are things that help you cut in the learning curve, not to say that, even though you're built the same, you may be able to do some things that they can't do, right? So I just say, be smart. Don't keep reinventing the wheel. Just put yourself in the best position, you know, to get a head start. It's not a shortcut, but it's definitely a head start because again, it's going to take what it takes. But if I can, but if I can get more of it in less time, I'm going to get more of it in less time. Can you take a practice off? You can't listen, man. Here's the deal. 
Gemstone number five, set a goal for every practice session. Listen, you can't take a practice off. Like, like every practice you have, I feel like you should have a goal that you're trying to hit. Um, if you're trying to, you know, maybe, maybe this practice session, I want to be able to handle the ball a little bit better. Maybe this practice session, I want my start to be different. I mean, like, but I think you have to go in with a purpose. Because if you don't go in with a purpose, it goes back to what we say about starting our day, right? You got to set your own agenda. If you don't have an agenda and you just let things happen, they're probably not going to happen the way you want them to. I'm more, listen, I'm a proactive person. I, I make things happen. I, I'm not reacting. So you got to make every practice count. And the only way to do that is set goals. Set goals. How do you want this thing to come out? Because when you start having one good practice after another, guess what happened? You have good games. <laughs> so for every good practice you have, here comes a good game. So, But you can't really do that if you don't set goals. I mean, you, you, you want to leave there with something, you know, that, that's the way it should be. You, it, it's like working out. Why do you work out? Why do you get out of bed? Why do you, why, you know, when you're at school, wh why are you doing that homework? Why are you, like, you got to have a purpose. Like, there has to be a reason that you're doing what you're doing. Because if you have a reason, then you're probably going to stay consistent. You'll probably stay disciplined. But what I do know is if you don't have a reason, Man, you you you'll, you'll goof off. You know, you you'll you'll take a playoff, thinking that you can get it back by working harder the next day, but it doesn't work that way. So always make sure you start off with a purpose. When you have a group of athletes, it, it's got to be difficult to watch all of them. I mean, I, I remember seeing you out in Baker County, and seeing all the coaches out there, and realizing you got a big group but you're not catching everybody, right? Some of them catch a little more attention than others. And so as an athlete and, and maybe even as a coach, you know, you got to look for the, the feedback. Which, you know, that's gemstone number six. You got to seek immediate feedback. You know, and a lot of people don't like feedback, right? Uh, they can't handle con constructive criticism, as, as I like to call it. But feedback's important. And, and I think feedback should be immediate. You know, it, it's kind of like, if I'm doing something and I'm not doing it correctly, I'd rather you tell me right then because now it's fresh. You know, it's on my brain. I can think about it. I can work through it. It's one of the reasons that on Sundays I work with a lot of student athletes. And the reason being is so that it jump starts their Monday. It jump starts their week. Right. And and most of the time they've played a game on Friday night or Saturday morning so they can give me the feedback of what they thought was happening or what the coach said to them. And, you know, coach, this didn't go right. And so we can work on those things. So immediate feedback, man, you always want to get feedback. And everything you do, get feedback, because you just want to be better. And, you know, and, and, and sometimes, you know, hey, let, let's be honest. The feedback we get doesn't make us feel good. You know, sometimes that, that feedback, boy, it, it just cuts you deep. But it's what's needed if you're going to grow. See, that's the way I look at feedback. I, I look at feedback as a, as a real growth mechanism, you know, because you're never going to grow being comfortable. So if you're only getting good feedback, you're going to just stay where you are. But when, when you're getting con constructive criticism, uh, it's designed to help you grow. I mean, we, only, we, we grow when we're uncomfortable. 
You know, I think about when you plant a seed, I can't think of thing any more uncomfortable than being buried in the ground and then have to push yourself through the soil. I mean, think about that. That's pretty uncomfortable. But that's what seeds do. They push themselves through the soil. You know, so that 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 that's where I'm at. I want that feedback. I mean, feedback's my friend. So don't just immediately internalize it. Be patient enough to adapt. So when you're getting some feedback that you're not real sure of, or you're getting some feedback that you, you know you're uncomfortable with, uh, you know what? If you got the right community, you got the right mentors around you, I mean, you got to bounce it off of them. I think you got to be willing to perform, you know, anytime, anywhere, get in front of people, let people see what you do and how you do it. Um, but again, that, that only happens to people who really want to grow. I mean, you, you, you can't, you can't hide behind, you know, your workouts and, and then, you know, get on the big stage. That's not where it works. You know, that's why I say that for me, practice is just like a game. So hey, fill the stadium with, with people watching practice. I, I don't care. Uh, because at the end of the day, I'm just trying to be the best that I can be. But the feedback, that's the only way that I'm going to grow. I mean, it's the only way that I'm going to be the success that I want to be and, and be able to serve people, uh, you know, perhaps be a mentor to other people. I mean, th that just happens through through you growing and, and, and having good people in your life. So that's why community is important, because sometimes, you you know, people who are broken or cracked or their foundation isn't where it needs to be. Hey, even a broken clock is, is right twice a day. So it doesn't cost anything to listen, you know, use the information that you can and, 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 and the information you can't, you got to move on. Uh, but, but you just got to know that feedback is, is, is a great way to be better. If you truly want to be better. Um, num number seven though, is the big one. I mean, it, it's, you got to have the will. And, and you know, and I and I put that word in all caps, will, W-I-L-L, -L, because I think there's a lot of people that want to be successful. I think there are a lot of people who 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 you know want to to be great, but it takes the will to do those things. Like you, you got to have the will uh, to prepare. You got to have the will to sacrifice. You got to have the will to be dedicated. Uh, you got to have the will to be committed. Uh, you got to have the will to be able to adjust, to adapt, to overcome. I mean, though it, it doesn't just happen. And that's an inside job. You know, when you're talking about your will, it's an inside job. I mean, because the world's going to do what it does. It, it, it doesn't stop. You you can have a day to where, you know, and we both experienced this is, you know, with our moms to where we, we, you know, when we lost our mom's brother, we both were messes. Like it, it was, that was not a good day. That, that was, I can tell you personally, it was not a good day for me. And I saw you, right? But the world didn't stop. It kept right on going. It didn't even know, you know what I mean? So you, you it's an in, internal thing. You gotta have this will to be better. This will to really overcome and understand that, you know what, the world really is fair because we all do have to go through something. Uh, you know, what I've learned is money can do a lot of things, but <laughs> but it, it can't buy your will. I promise you that it can't buy your will. That's an internal thing. Uh, and it can't be can't buy your desire to be able to be a servant for people and to help people to be their best and to maximize their potential. Um, so um, to me, the, the will is why we practice and you, and you have to have that will to be able to do that. So 
I know when, when, when I decided to, to do the word practice, of course, you can't help but think of Allen Iverson and, and, and the ESPN clip where he's talking about practice. You guys are talking about practice. Well, yeah, we are talking about practice because it's important <clears throat> because that's how you play the game. That's how you show your teammates that, you know, you're, you're all in, you know, that, I mean, how does it look that you don't feel great about practice? You just want to go and shoot, right? but your teammates are practicing to get better. See, that's not a good look. To me, it's about what's the goal, what's our purpose, and are we all in it together? Because we all have to move together when we're performing, right? Like in this game of life, you know, we all have teams. We're on certain teams. I mean, you're a husband, you're a dad, you're an entrepreneur. I mean, think about it. You have friends. So we're all a part of a bunch of different teams. And so those teams go as we all go. You know, they're, they're, when, when people talk about you're only as strong as your, your weakest link, what kind of crap? Like, there are certain things I'm telling you, dude, that we say, I go, that just makes no sense because there should be no weak links. <laughs> we don't have any weak links here. We're all on the same page. We're all dialed in. We're all working hard. We're all practicing toward the same thing. So there is no weak links. We're interchangeable. That's how you become successful, man. You know, that's that's where I'm at. And so when I look at what we do on this program and how we do it, I want to just change the way people think like 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 weak link. What kind of crap is that? Like, why would you even put that in on a team? So how does that make the teammate feel <laughs> that you feel like they're, they're weak? So we can only do up to the point of this person makes no sense whatsoever. Every week we honor a student athlete in the game of life with the Maximum Velocity Performer, who is our MVP for practice? Man, I, listen, this was an easy one for me. Like sometimes these things are just really easy. It's easy. It's Stephon Curry. It's, it's easy. If you look at Stephon Curry when he was at Davidson, no one even really knew who he was, right? So he goes on this NCAA run, like just incredible. But you look at how much he practiced, how much he put in, what he did. Like, the crazy thing is, if you were to see Stephon Curry walking down the street, just in normal street clothes, and you really did, you wouldn't think he's a baller like that. His body doesn't look like LeBron's. Think about it. He's thin. He's long. I mean, if we're being honest, he does not look like a guy that can drop threes from the logo. Let's be honest, right? But he practices. And he practices, and he practices, and he practices, and he make it look just like the game. It's his reps. If you watch him in his warm-ups, it's like watching him in a game. If you watch him at practice, it's like watching him in a game. Like, he, he figured out that, you know what? If I'm going to be good, like really good, I got to put in reps. And he chose to put in these reps. And, 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 and so, you know, it's one of the reasons that I like watching him. You know, I just like watching him because I know that's how he practices. <laughs> you know, he it's an internal thing with him. He he simply just has the will to be great. Like he want it's it's you know, it's easy to look at someone like Giannis, the Greek freak, right? He looks like the Greek freak. I mean, he's chiseled. But then you look over at Steph and you're like, wow. But you know, that's what practice will do for you. That's where practice will put you. You know, there's a lot of people wish they could shoot like Seth, you know, you know, but they, they don't want to put in the work that Steph's putting in. 
takes a lot of work. So he he's the MVP, and and I think you know definitely deserves it, you know. And I think he he's a person that a lot of people, you know, when we we say hey, look at someone that you can emulate, he he's that guy. He really is. He's that guy that's just had to outwork people. I love it. Every day is game day. We got an amazing show today. Thank you for you know listening to our listeners. Thank you for participating for being a part of the show we invite you to send us topics we invite you to connect and uh and send them a, a message send them a, shoot him a text shoot him a, an email find them on instagram find them on twitter twitter's twitter's uh, you're posting on twitter every day and so every that's day. an amazing way to stay in touch and, and get some inspiration and and we do the uh, mental moment mondays and uh, the podcast get posts every week. So continue to share this with your friends. Can continue to share this with anybody that might need some support. And uh, Age Nation, we're, we're running, Coach. Yeah, well, you know what? We're off and running. You know, and again, we, we couldn't really do this without our listeners. You know, the, the people that, that allow us to, to, to come into their homes and in their cars and, and walks and all of that stuff. So we really appreciate it. Send us topics. Uh, we're going to continue to do this. So it's pretty exciting. We're getting close to that 100th episode, um, but we're going to stay committed. We're going to stay committed to, to helping and serving and, and providing you know information and, and uh, hoping people you know maximize their potential. Thank you for tuning in. Like we say, every day is game day. Got her out. Mm-hmm.